Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Million Dollar Conversations podcast. You're being greeted by none other than your illustrious, infamous auntie, (laughs) the rich auntie, might I add. And guess what? It's holiday season and she's bringing store-bought pie. Let's not hate on store-bought pie. None other than problematic Patty. It's your boy. You know who it is. The treacherous one, a.k.a. the truth teller. I give it to you how it is and I tell you nothing but the truth. You know, your intro sounds like a very dry intro to a cipher. This wasn't a cipher. Let's come in hot like you're about to do a cipher. Let me hear it. Let's do it. That was as hot as you could get. (laughs) (laughs) If you know my personality, that is as hot as it could get right there. That's. That's grease hot right there. You know what I'm saying? You have so many layers. All right, but greetings, guys. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Conversations podcast. It's been a minute. It's been a whole minute. I feel like it's literally just been a minute. Um, And I just want to take a moment to reflect with you all, like, Mm -hmm. real, real, real quick. What kind of reflection is this? There's some things that I feel like we have all been through together. Like, And I want us to take a minute wherever we are. If we are in our cars, if we're at the gym, if we're at work, if we're on the way to work, you know, on the way to work, if we're on the way back from work, if we are just blowing off some steam and taking a walk and you're walking with the million dollar conversations pod, let's remember that one time the entire world was shut down and we were all watching Tiger King. Yes. It was a great time. It was, it was all right. It was a great time. (laughs) I mean, I mean, at first, the adjustment was hard. Yeah, it was. Because think about the constraints. All uh, all grocery stores were closing at like 5, 6 p.m. I'm like, I what is this? Walmart? How could you do this to us, Walmart? I actually felt extremely betrayed by Walmart. Yeah. Extremely betrayed. The lines was long. I was like, how everywhere. dare you? How dare you care about the rules when you're Walmart? You know, I'm, I'm a homebody, so I don't mind staying at home. Like, on a Monday through Friday, I'll probably get outside to see the sun once. Oh, wow, sweetie. Due to work and just other stuff. Your living condition. Right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm king quarantine over here. Yes. So it, it didn't really bother me, but it, it was an interesting time, to say the least. Definitely was. Definitely was. And even now, it's an interesting time. And so how many times in a day or a week, Tweety, do you sit back and like think 2020 has been interesting? Like, I, this is really our year. I think it was the year of surprises. Yeah, um, for sure. Based off of the things that happened, the people we lost, mm-hmm. um, the moments that we uh, we were able to celebrate, mm-hmm. even, you know, with the new president and just all the things that happened to unravel to this point. Yeah. It's like the funniest, scariest thriller movie ever. This is definitely a thriller movie. Yes. 2020 is a thriller. Yes. A thriller like comedy. Do you think there'll ever be a parody about 2020? There is going to be a great movie about 2020. Oh, my. And it's going to star none other than Donald Trump. No. Yeah, he's going to be the key figure of the movie. When you, you can't say 2020 and not say his name. No, no, for sure. For sure. But I'm saying, like, you think he would actually be casted? Or no, they'll, they'll get an actor to, uh, okay. to act like him. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, if you're going to do a movie about 2020. Yeah, he, he has to be. He it. has to be the key he has to. character. He's, he, yeah, he has to. All right, so, y'all, we're going to go ahead and get started with a little shum, shum, shum. As you can tell, we are ready to go ahead and talk about a, quite a few things because um, it's been a minute since we checked in with you guys. But um, this is the part of the podcast where we kind of get to know 
not kind of get to know one another better because we've been together for at this point we're building the relationship for a hot minute yeah we're building the relationship y'all getting to know the layers the the second layer of who we are yeah and some of the just crazy um conversations we have so today's question all right for the little shum 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 part of our podcast is if you were to build a celebrity dream team of supportive friends Mm -hmm. for yourself who would you want to be friend that is a celebrity um and why okay i'll start off with this is not in no particular order but it's just for me okay um you know like they got the new challenge as for me no okay anyways uh just gave me a blank look (laughs) what are you talking about uh the first one would be kanye west um, because I've followed him throughout his entire career. Yeah. And I also, I love the transition that he's in and I love that he's a free thinker. I believe mm-hmm. that I am a free thinker, mm-hmm. but I don't like to go with the flow. I don't like to be told, uh, that this is the only way to the promise land, or this is the only way to, uh, a destination yeah. when obviously you can look for yourself and be like, well, that's not what God told me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love his um, I love how he is bold mm-hmm. in what he wants to do mm-hmm. um, whether it lands him in fire or not I feel like I have that kind of not rebellion I'm not rebellious in any way I believe but just the just the the, the risk taker in him yeah you know to start a uh, a, a a shoe company that has no logo. Who mm-hmm. does that? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. have, you know, homeless clothes mm-hmm. and sell them for 500 bucks yeah, yeah, yeah. and people buy it. Who does yeah. that? He does that. Yeah. And just the music that he creates. So I think he's definitely on my list um, for that reason. Um, and he's a family man. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, second person would be um, Brandon Marshall. Been following him since he was a Denver Bronco wide receiver. He's my doppelganger, anyways. Yes, on top he of that, definitely is. Um, and he is just once again a family man. I feel like I, I have to relate to people who one love their wives, mm-hmm. are able to uh, make a living mm-hmm. doing the things that they love. Of course, for him is working out, and he has a new company. Uh, house of athlete and i love his podcast mm-hmm. more than that uh, more than an athlete um so for that reason i would pick him give me td jakes because mm-hmm. he's like the, the cool papa the very and, cool papa you know he can sit down you know at the fireplace and you know he could talk to you about the 60s 70s 80s 2000s mm-hmm. and currently mm-hmm. and you can get a lot of wisdom from people for like sure. that for sure um and i want to sit down with let me think of the next one uh, who do I follow like that? Uh, I said Kirk Franklin last time, but I want to change because mm. I feel like there's not much me and him can talk about. Um, I want to sit down with. Give me Oprah. Oh, yeah. I want to okay. sit down with Oprah mm-hmm. and just um, I love her business mind. Mm-hmm. I love how she has reinvented herself over the decades Mm. i feel like she's never stayed the same person 
Although we would love to put her in a box. Think about how many people are still on that joke. You get a car. You get a car. How many people are stuck? And that's the Oprah they know. Yeah. And she has her own, you know, station. She's, you know. Created opportunities for other people. Right. Like, she's evolved. And you're still there with her in Mm -hmm. 2006 or whatever. But she's at home, like, currently, like, growing rutabagas. And people are getting paid off her name. Right. So, I I really do appreciate. Once again, Mm -hmm. I, I love people who I can... I can see our innovators mm-hmm. and they think ahead and they're, you know, they're ahead of the generation. Mm-hmm. Think about her in the 80s yeah, yeah, when yeah. they were putting her in a box. How many black women were having their own, you know, shows yeah. at that time? Not yeah. very many. Right. Um, so I, I, I love how she on that business tip, just how she thinks. Um, and I think that's it for me. I would say for me, uh, my first one, and my husband identified this the other day, I have always, always, always felt like Chris and Michelle was like my homegirl in my head for since for probably since I met my husband. And um, I love the fact that she is so... Um, that, that she is... She, she creates from a healed place. Like, you know, she's gone through some very public, you know, humiliation, public cancellation, and still created from that place. You know, she's dropping Bounce music. Back. She's wrote, written a book. She's created clothing lines. She's done different lanes of business. She's um, an independent artist. And I absolutely positively love her music. I love that she's a writer. I love that she speaks from her heart. I've always loved um, her um, so I, I, yeah, that's my girl. I would also say my auntie, big sis, big cousin situation would definitely be Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, she is definitely all of the, the, the kooky, the creative, the, I do what I say, what I want. I'm, I am, um, expressive. I am so many things and I'm here to give you what you need. Right. You know, I love that about her. And I think I can see that. that that would definitely be. Y'all would get each other hype for no reason. For an absolutely Y'all no reason. Y'all putting on pajamas and getting hype. I can see that. So, absolutely no yeah. reason. I support that. If you're listening, Tracy. If you're listening, Come Tracy. scoop up. My wife <laughs> and I. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> on a nice private jet because you got it like that. That's it. And your mama. That's it. Yep. You can keep your mom at home. We were watching The Wiz the other day. I'm tired of hearing your mom sing. But anyway, um, what? <laughs> um and then um who else would I say? I would say NDRE. Um I would find her in whatever hmm. hut she's possibly you I know like that, living that in. That relationship would take a left. You think so? Yeah, she was like, let's get in the hut and, you know, lose 10 pounds off of this, <laughs> this oh, let, Let's just not eat and yeah. sweat. Um, and you're like, uh, I'm leaving India. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you just be like, I thought she was cool, but I'm not, I'm okay, not walking okay, around Okay, so it wouldn't be that depth of a friendship, I'm thinking. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking, um, like, wisdom. I'm thinking, um, like, a, I remember her coming to speak at my college one time and her just being, like, very... Um, very plain in some of the things she was saying like I have you know there's one thing she was like you don't uh, you don't you you aren't a body you have a body you're a soul you are a soul you don't have a soul you are a soul and you know I was like wow that's that's you know it was very simple but it was very like toy you know Um, and so just unlocking her process of music unlocking her process of creating things um, I would definitely need um, I could probably befriend a maybe a um give me a uh, this is kind of hard for me give me 
a Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um, I think that, you know, Tweety and I were talking earlier about how she um, she's probably one of those people that because she's on that level of a platform, you don't really see the true layers of who she is. And she's very relatable. And that's a part of her brand. Um, but also just like the fact that she's everybody's homegirl in their head. She's somebody that a lot of people understand. A lot of people um, just kind of grab onto and I think that she would be really cool and you know when we got past those layers of you know who she is as a brand I think that'd be really cool um and I really don't have anybody else and they'll probably come up a little later in the podcast but I think that's important that's funny to think about you know who who would you kick it with if you were on a different side of the world and you know had a different occupation than what you currently do maybe Issa Rae I'd probably be able to kick it with Issa Rae a little bit. I think she's a wild card again. Like when you actually get to see the real, real mm-hmm. person, you're mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute!" Yeah, stay over there. But like, I have to. I would have to connect with some sort of female writer. It would. It would have to be some sort of something like that. Um, I don't know enough about Ava DuVernay. I know she does. Um, she's created some beautiful pieces. Um, but I, I'll, I'll have to figure that out for sure. So let's go ahead and transition, Tweety. Into our business conversation. In business, today we're going to talk about just the different skills that you already have in your toolbox that you can apply to your business now. Mm. Okay? Different things that you can apply right now. For example, I can apply. My first job was uh, being a cart pusher. What Mm -hmm. did I learn about being a cart pusher? I learned that the skill was not just pushing the carts, but the strategy is that you could work better together. Mm-hmm. So instead of me going out there and getting all the carts at once, we would go out there as a team. Mm-hmm. So 11, you know, at the shift will start at like 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Go in there and we go as a team and we get them from each sector. Mm-hmm. Now, the days where I didn't, we didn't, we lost one person, it, the work became harder. So now I realize that you have to be a team player mm-hmm. in business. You have to learn how to evolve. You have to learn how to uh, adapt to the changes. So when the weather was hot, we had to have shorts on. When the weather was cold, we got to have gloves on. So was it worse to to work in the cold or in the hot? It was worse to it was worse to work in the hot. Yeah. Or in 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 the summer heat, especially in Texas. Because people have no regard mm-hmm. for carts yeah, I've to begin with. Pushed carts to the end of the parking lot. To this park. day, I will give it my best effort to try to take it there uh-huh. to the station, the cart station. Yeah. Because I know just how difficult it is right. for somebody who's earning seven fifty to see the necessity or yeah. the need to keep doing this over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, I, I believe that certain skills that you you learn from it, you can always apply. And it will all it will lead you to become a better business owner. It'll lead you to become a better a manager of your business, Mm -hmm. and you will even promote better because you'll see it from a consumer standpoint. Yeah, for sure. So, what are some um, what are some jobs you've worked that you're like, man, I pulled so much from that job. I can apply it right now to my business. I would definitely say um, teaching has helped me become someone who's very aware of like customer relationships. And um, I think that, you know, there's this word in teaching we use called differentiation in the classroom. And it's pretty much like knowing that there are different people in the classroom. Mm -hmm. There's people who are extremely like, I get it. You got to say it once. I'll do it. Just please leave me alone. Please don't say that to me again. There are kids who are like, I have no idea what day it is. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yeah. And then there's kids somewhere in the middle who's like, 
I'm kind of here, but when's lunch? Like, so you kind of have these different people in the classroom and they need to be taught. Yeah, they all need to be taught. Like the lesson has to apply to every everybody has to perform. Um, So what do you do to make sure that everybody from the high performing student to the student who has no idea how they even got to school that day and is really just worried about a meal? um, How do you make sure that they both learn the same thing? Right. Um, I, I believe uh, the the job that had the most impact for me was working as a caregiver, mm. um, having to change somebody's diaper, having to uh, care for them um, in in the midnight hour, or yeah. if they fall, or they just came out the hospital, they don't know where they are. They don't know if it's nineteen eighty or two thousands. Right, right. Um, and seeing them in that state and knowing that they're dependent on you really taught me how to. Uh, decipher what's important in business Mm -hmm. a lot of people are in business for money and I realized that if we entered business just to get money you will always find a roadblock and I never wanted hustle blends or anything that we did to be met with a amen we're not making X amount of money we're going to stop or Mm -hmm. amen we made enough Mm -hmm. so we're going to stop there either So it was never a push or pull of how much we made or how successful it was. It was more on God said to do it and that he would give one seed to the sower. Uh, We learned that in church and and he will multiply it, obviously, because it's his business. And when he's in something, it's always going to grow. So I, I really think in business, if you're listening, the first thing you have to do is be your own authentic self. I know we always you've heard that like five million times. But what we mean by that and what I mean by that is that the the originality of what you do is going to be seen through the the product or the service. Yeah. I would also um, encourage people to think about it like this. One less thing you got to do is one less thing you got to do. And that's something teaching has taught me. That's something just wearing different hats has taught me. If you if there's a way to automate anything in your life structure anything like i don't care if it's the smallest thing i don't care if you just do so much as create a um return email on your email that says i'm out of the office right now please you know email me with your concerns or call me if you like that's a system um so something i had to learn in the classroom is like man i get so tired of repeating myself that is like a personal pet peeve for me (laughs) that's not even something that has anything to do with who i am professionally that is a personal thing for me that i cannot stand why did i sit up here and say all this and why most of all why did you let me sit up here and say all this if you didn't hear nothing i said um so if I don't have to do that, all right, we're going to go back to elementary school with it. Even though I'm teaching high school, ask three before me. Ask your neighbor and ask two other neighbors. Um, oh, you don't know what I said? Or you don't uh, you don't know where to turn stuff in it? Don't bring it to my desk. Bring it over here. Do this. Right. Or, you know, hey, um, I put all your... Don't worry. I don't have to repeat myself because all your instructions are already in your email. They're already in Google Classroom. Um, so anything you can do to get one thing off of yourself. Do it. One thing, it, it, and it may sound so small, instead of having people um, having to call you to, to say, like, hey, can I get some coffee? No, like, have a system for There's that. There's a website for that. Yeah, have a system for that. Have a way that they, a Google form or something in a way that they can just go ahead and input that information so that you're able to get it to them without having to talk to people. We have a lot of skilled people out there. If you're listening right now, I, know, I want you to know you're skilled. Yeah, in whatever sure. field you're in. For sure. But the problem that you're having right now is that your skill is not being practiced. I'll repeat that again. Your skill is not being practiced. When you don't practice a skill, it no longer becomes a skill. It becomes mm-hmm. a hobby. 
it becomes something that you are constantly, you know, going back and forth. Should I or should I not do this? Mm-hmm. And the the real trick about business, what I've seen about every business owner who is successful is one word, consistency. Mm-hmm. When you keep applying practice to that skill, practice to the different areas of your business, you will fail so many times that you have to get it right. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that most people fail one or two times and they stay right there. Yeah. Or they don't even try at all. So they don't even know the outcome of how it went, mm-hmm. how it could have went. You're busy sideline. You know, uh, uh, when I was in high school, my coach was like, if you're on the sidelines, don't you pass this mark because you get a penalty. Mm-hmm. And every single time, every other game, there'll be a player who would pass it. And the coach was like, you're not even in the game. Mm-hmm. Watch with your eyes. The people who are in the game, they need to be where they at. You stay mm-hmm. behind the lines. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways in business, there's a lot of people who step in the lines when they're not in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're on the sidelines. You're watching. Yeah, that's good. And you need to keep that boundary and realize that, hey, while I'm watching, I should be learning, yeah, practicing, mm-hmm. and putting it in immediate work. Yeah. So. That would be something like, well, I, I watched a video and this guy was, you know, I, I like Eric Thomas, you know, he's in, he inspired me. He motivated me to get up today and I mm-hmm. worked out and I did business stuff. Yeah. What is the stuff? Yeah. Can you name, can you give me a list of the right. stuff? Right. And sometimes people will do a great job one day, mm-hmm. take three weeks off and start complaining about nobody really put nobody really checking for you you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i always hear that nobody really checking for me they yeah. hate no me yeah. they not watching me yeah. <laughs> and it's like dude do you know how much how many millions of dollars uh, uh most of these big businesses spent on commercials that only last 10 seconds because <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know the consumer is always gonna have that that kind of mindset up to where their their, their mind does not their mind does not uh, go past that 10-second mark. Yeah, most of us have the tension span of a gnat. Right. So they spend that 10 seconds hoping they can get 100 people mm-hmm. or 100,000. Then they're going to come back in the next hour and play the same commercial twice. Right. And you're not going to say, why are they playing that you're again? Not, you're not even going to think about it. But how many times have you, have you, as a small business owner, I'm talking to now the people who are really pushing out here, uh, have done the same thing and people are like, I'm just tired of seeing you. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of I'm, mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing the same brand. I'm trying, you know. There's this cool thing that they have. It's called unfollow, <laughs> and some people don't want to use it because they actually want to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, you can't be so concerned with what people do or say. Promote your business. Put it out there. Push it every single day. Every single day. Make it happen. Even if it's not a post, you know what you're doing on the back end. Absolutely. You know who you're reaching out in the emails. Yep. And some people, they think that because they see something, there's stuff happening in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's not that sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just fluff. Mm-hmm. It's a smoke, smoky mirrors. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 you know, I don't mean to go on a rant, but I just, I'm so passionate in seeing people who are skilled do what they're good at and stay there. Yeah. That's all you have to do. There's no new one-two step a coach could tell you to take right. it somewhere else. Right, right. Do what you're skilled at. Mm-hmm. And you'll see the results. The fruit will show. But that consistency, it kills a lot of people because they'd rather not try because it's not good enough. Not good enough has gotten a lot of people nowhere. True that. So. True that. That's all I got to say. I'm done with my rap, babe. No, that's it. Um, I just want to encourage everybody in the business realm. I woke up at like 
thought this morning, and y'all, I can't believe I'm even saying this in front of my husband. The writing bug has been on me so stinking heavy lately. Um, and I haven't been overly excited to do it um, or to do what God has told me to do next because I just feel like ain't nobody going to read it. <laughs> or like I feel like ain't nobody going to care. Or, um, you know, just the little things you tell yourself, you know, just being honest. Deception. Um, yeah, it is deception. Um, and it's also from a very limited view, you know, and you don't know who it's for. Um, and so that's share that because it's not always easy to think yourself out of, you know, what, you know, out of defeat. It's not, it's not always easy to, but I, I come to say, um, for anybody listening, um, if you need to do something, you feel that unction on you, you feel it pulling on you, you need to write regardless of who you think is going to read it. You need to speak regardless of who you think is going to listen. You need to create regardless of who you think is going to consume it. You need to um, keep posting regardless of who you think is going to like it. Or how many likes, how many comments, <laughs> yeah. how many shares. You got to get up and get dressed regardless of how many people going to ask you where you got your stuff from. Like you got to, <laughs> you have to do that um, and, and get into that mode of, hey, regardless of how I feel, I know what I got to do. You know, it's no different than how we treat our jobs. Let's treat our let's treat our um, visions the same way. Let's treat our God given purposes the very same way. Um, don't talk yourself out of the thing that you're called to do. You don't know who's going to read what you write. You don't know who's going to consume what you create. When it's time to apply the pressure, this is this is a free game from Uncle T. This is what I do. I stop thinking. Mm. I've learned everything I needed to do. This is time to apply what I already learned. Mm. A lot of people, they get into a battle and get into a war when it comes to uh, structuring their, their business or doing things for their business because they overthink it too much. Yeah. You're so busy thinking something through that you never actually do it. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the trick behind that is that you're not going to lose. Either way, mm -hmm. what is there to lose? You are in no man's land. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you know, most people I meet, game. Yeah. most people I meet, they're like, man, I just got to do X, Y, and Z. And if I do this and I do that, I take it to that next level. I'm like, bro, you don't need a corporation if you're just starting out. That's just my, my idea. I think you need to structure your stuff out and just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I know it sounds simple. But I think the mentality that the world has is that there's more steps to it. Also, just some more practical advice. Um, a lot of people, I know we're about to come up on the first of the year and a lot of um, a lot of people are going to have some new pursuits. And that's fine. I personally am not one of those people that gets offended by people. No, please do. Feeling like, oh, it's January 1st. I need to do something like I don't I, I we, I feel like every day you should feel like you need to do something. But hey, if it, it does not personally affect me, what you do on January 1st. But um, anyway, I say all that to say a lot of people, when they think start thinking about their business, they think about, I need a logo. I need this. I need this. I'm going to share with you what you actually need and you need to think about and what you need to um, actually put your money in. Okay. So everybody does not need an LLC. It feels like the big boy thing to do, the big girl thing to do, because that's what we've kind of been told. That's but what like, Google says. But really, who ground. told us that? You know, 
I suggest for you that you go and look up exactly what it is you need for your business. I actually suggest that you write down your business plan and I know that those two words really intimidate a lot of people because it's like, wait, 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 wait. How is it structured? What, what, what goes on? Da, da, da. First of all, the Faith Boss book has it at the back of it. But anyway, um, <laughs> tell them. but, but also, also not to mention, think about who you want to serve. Think about how you want to serve them. Think about what you want to serve them. Think about how you're going to get what you want to serve them. And think about the best and most effective way you could do this while you're doing whatever else you're doing. Okay. That's what I would, I would advise you to do. After that, um, anything that you've coined, anything that you say, if you are, like I was saying in the last podcast, a low-key ghostwriter, um, <laughs> you need to look into trademarking. Um, I would look into trademarking. That is an expensive process, but it is worth it to protect your smarts. Protect the brand. Protect the brand. All right? Yes, you need a logo because you need to be visible, but... A logo does not equal business, okay? Yes, you need a website because people need to have somewhere to filter through, but a website does not equal business. You know what equals business? Sales. You know what equals business? Contracts. You know what equals business? Paid invoices. All right? So <laughs> if you are already getting that, if you're already getting that traffic, you do need to organize yourself. I'm not saying that you like, hey, you know, stop a good thing you got going. No, you need to organize yourself, but also think about what comes next. Make sure you got all your licenses and your your um, your documents in place so that, you know, you can always stay in business. Um, but on top of that, <clears throat> anytime, um, don't be, a, don't let getting those petty things, not petty things, but getting those very, the, the, your legal documents stop you from starting your business. That's what I'm saying. You don't need five LLCs for five different businesses. All right. I've learned so much from failure than I have from success. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is that failure teaches you how to succeed. Success teaches you that you have failed your way through. Yeah. That you finally cracked a code, but now there's more. Yeah. And I believe in business is always going to be more. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that people die looking for more Mm -hmm. instead of looking for purpose. And I challenge you to look for purpose, not just I wrote a business plan. There's this business um, that uh, blew up in 2010 and the founder sat at a bar and wrote on a napkin. Mm -hmm. And that was the business plan. Right. We have an issue. This is the problem. Yes. These people are and not I getting catered to. Yep. And the solution is this. Mm-hmm. And this is how our business model is going to come in and help this consumer base. Mm-hmm. So they niched it down all the way to we yes. want women on of the age 18 and 49 to be going to this website and mm-hmm. shopping. Mm-hmm. And boom. In under a couple of months, it took off. It's the right time. We're living in the right time. Yeah. Watch how things just work and move expeditiously. Is that, is that a word? Expeditiously. Expeditiously. Thank you, English teacher. Um, <laughs> and you'll see a lot of businesses that you're like, I saw the potential. Whoa, that happened so fast. They took off. Mm-hmm. Watch what watch what happens with Hustle Boys. Watch what watch, happens watch. with uh, some of the parent companies that we're uh, um, uh, uh, subscribed to and, yeah. and that we are, we are working with. Yeah. You're going to see things just start to move so fast. And you're yeah. like, wait, didn't they just start? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could be in a race and instead of running, you start watching. Mm, why are you preaching? And a, lot of, and a lot of people. You calling on the African angels. Come on. 
uh, they're here mm-hmm. in the blood. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people, like when you were talking about your book, that's the problem they suffer mm-hmm. is other people. What do what will other people think of this? What will other people uh, uh, will anybody buy? Will anybody come to my website? Will anybody see my vision through? No, you have to see it first. Yeah, yeah. you have to read your own book. You have yeah. to be like, I know this is dope. Yeah, I know this is fire. Sure. I know what you know. I know this coffee hits because I drink it. You know, you can't be out here just selling stuff that you haven't tried. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you're like, okay, it's gonna take some time. How do I build my organic, uh, I don't even want to say following, consumer base? Mm-hmm. When you're building, this is free game, y'all. By the way, go to www.hustleblends.com and support the dream team. That's it. You know, get some coffee, get some merch. Pick it all up, honey. Pick it all up and, you know, see how we see see how we do our thing, you know, mm-hmm. as we support y'all. But, by, but back to what I was saying, I think it's important to actually believe in yourself more than your consumer does. Mm-hmm. When when have you ever seen when celebrities are about to drop something, they don't even tell you what's in it. Yeah. Or what you're going to get. Yeah. They tell you that you need this. Right, right, right. So, uh Drake is dropping his uh new album. Before the album drops, he dropped like a pre-sale on, you know, his his merch. Yeah. And it's like some of the simplest, yeah. you know, yeah. I went to Cricket and I put the thing on. <laughs> Celebrity merch is a hot mess. But a people, very hot mess. people are running to it based off of the the influence. Absolutely. But he understands that. His mm-hmm. team understands that. Mm-hmm. People understand. And he doesn't they have to complicate have, something that's working. They don't have to be overly creative. Mm-hmm. But you, my, my friend, if you listen, you are not him. Mm-hmm. I'm not him. Mm-hmm. You got to come out with the next best thing. It can't look like that. Yeah, it can you know whatever Virgil and all these other you know mm. people are dropping. Mm. It can't look like off white. It gotta be better than that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we drop the same thing like them, and we're like, man, it's better. No, it's like it's the same. You gotta yeah, come out it's not harder. original. Yeah. yeah, and I'm always one of that. You can never fail if you try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the trying is where people get caught up in because now instead of doing your work, you're like, oh man. I think mine is better than that. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to mess them up with this. The, yeah. the, I'm, I'm speaking from experience, first of all, because mm-hmm. that was me. Mm-hmm. The I'm going to mess them up with this one spirit will always mess you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you won't sell nothing because you're busy being your own fan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like going to, t- going to a football game and the team is losing, but everybody's on the sideline laughing. And, yeah. and you lose the morale. Mm-hmm. As a head coach or as a business owner, if you have a closet full of merch and nothing sold. Yeah. So how about you scale it down? I bought 10 things. They got to go. I bought 20. They got to go. I bought 50. Oh, I can scale it up. I got 100. Mm -hmm. And you scale it up based off of demand because you don't know what your consumer is going to ask for. Yes. But a lot of people, they're like, ooh, I'm going to mess them up with this. I bought a thousand. Are you going off today? You know? Oh, you're going out. I bought a thousand of this. It came from China. Mm-hmm. You know, it came from Alibaba and them. Mm-hmm. And it sits in your garage for years. Mm-hmm. And you forgot that you actually bought that. I'm speaking from experience. Right. That's some stuff I did back in the day. Yeah. Where it's like, why is it still here? Yeah. It should have been gone yeah. based off of the plan. But there was no plan. Mm-hmm. So before you go out and you start purchasing anything, LLC, logo, yeah. whatever, one, ask yourself. 
can I learn this skill? Mm-hmm. This is Twiggy thinking. This is not no, mm-hmm. it's a proven method unto me and unto my wife and unto our business. But you can try it out for yourself. Before you purchase anything, ask yourself this question. Do I need it or do I want it? And a lot of people find themselves in the I want it. You didn't ask yourself, like, why do I need 600, you know, why do I need toilet paper in this season? You're thinking about the next quarantine. There's people who actually think about that. Absolutely. They're like, this is my new business Doomsday idea. preppers, yes. Yeah, I got 600 toilet paper. I'm going to oversell it when quarantine happens again. Whether this happens or not, this 600 toilet paper is still sitting there. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and slide into the relationship conversation, okay? So this actually is one of, like, those those more beloved parts of our podcast where, like, people are like, man, I mess with the business part. The faith part is usually on point. We haven't gotten to the faith part yet. We usually get it earlier. And But the relationship part, like, what, what happens? Y'all used to get these letters. People would be saying stuff. People had these relationship issues. Y'all stop writing to us. What, what's the problem? What's the Info real at hustleblends.com. Yeah, y'all need to write to us and let us know how everything is going. Um, but I um, wanted to talk a little bit about marriage specifically. And wanted to talk about... Tweety and I always joke about um, how people will like to like divide your marriage by like picking their favorite person in your marriage. Mm. And I feel like that's <laughs> something that we yeah, we have not talked yeah, we definitely experienced that. But have not talked about on the podcast. That's a good, um, topic. That's a good topic. And I, I don't know if everybody experiences it may, maybe. Everybody experiences you it. You think so? Yeah. You think every marriage experiences every that? Every marriage has that one person who is like lovable. Yeah. And then there's the other. And then there's like... There, there's nothing wrong with other. <laughs> it's just that this one person is more likable. Yeah. Or more approachable. Um, and so uh, we, we've we definitely experienced this in our marriage. Um, Can where... you guess who it is? <laughs> <laughs> so Tweety is, is by far the more approachable, more likable person of both of us. Um, doesn't mean I'm not likable. I just think that I, I just think, you know, he has a way with folks. Um, and I would agree with that because I think my husband is amazing. Um, but it's sometimes it can have that effect on... Um, your marriage or who you are personally um, just in always feeling compared to your spouse you know mm. well Tweety doesn't do that why do you do that <laughs> <laughs> Patrice does not do that why do you do that uh-huh. and, and um, you're not never in competition with your spouse you're never in competition like we do we got into this thing so we could work together right. we if we were supposed to work apart we would never said I do but um, sometimes people are proving like and it can start in real subtle ways in case people, and yeah in case people don't know like sometimes it's about like who makes more money you know, like that, and that that doesn't even get out to the public because nobody knows that but you and that person, right? But sometimes in the household, it could be a bickering of, you know, well, I make this, what you do? Well, I make this, what you do? You know, it could be a lot of that. A comparison and contrast. Of yeah. Who, who does what, when, and how. So you already have like a foot in the door of division right there. Like, and it, that could be one of those conversations y'all had. Like, I feel like that's like a, a pause play button. You know what the pause play button looks like on the radio? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to pause this, but at any second, 
we can go back to this at any second we can pick pick this up again and so those tend to be a real big issue in marriage and that's very you know it's one of the twitter facebook conversations people have about marriage like what would you do if your significant other made more made less did this did that blase blase was short was tall was green was blue was fat was ugly you know and all this all these hypothetical situations that are not happening in their world at that time um but i'm here to say to you um to anybody who's desiring marriage to anybody who is even in marriage you should know by now that things change like texas weather all the The time time. yes um uh, one before we even get to that follow me on twitter at slept on tweet i finally got my (laughs) i got my situation down and i know what i'm doing on twitter so yes follow me at slept on tweet you know let's get me up to 100 subs real quick you know uh, is that how they say it? No, that's followers, not hundred followers. Yeah, but you know, I'm new to the universe of Twitter, and just you know, check me out. I'm slept on. Uh, but when it comes to like the likable one out of the two, it's not in your control. Mm. Like, I am just a naturally oh my god people person. You know, I I get people and they they think they get me, but <laughs> 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 and then there's like. Whoo, a new person <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's not that i'm being fake i just i have layers mm. and i i i surprise me sometimes i'm like whoa that's you oh mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and it's just how i was raised i was raised to truly have fun and be original with me mm. meaning that i'm okay i am okay with who i am you can't make fun of me before i make fun of myself mm. so it makes it hard for you to like you, you know really think of ways to to pull somebody like me down you got to really, you know, you know, Patrice might, you know, she's been around me long enough, she might. <laughs> but aside from that, like when it comes to marriage, uh, just knowing that you're a team, like somebody liking me is liking you mm-hmm. because we are one mm-hmm. or somebody, you know, disliking me is they don't dislike you, too. Mm-hmm. We're still one, you know, and, and being a team and building each other up in those situations and um, when it comes to marriage yeah financial situations will change yeah um sickness may come i hope not we're knocking on wood for that we're praying that it doesn't right. but you know if you're sick for a week or a month and you can't go back to work or you get laid off there's so many things that can't happen right that you can't be conditional in this thing it's unconditional you cannot be conditional for better or worse yeah and sometimes i promise you it's not even the worst like yeah. when you really think about it in the grand scheme of things, it's like, okay, get another job or okay, do another thing. There's you a know, solution. Yeah. Don't think of each other as greater or less. Right. You're because I'm telling away. you, the opinions of other people can infiltrate your marriage. Right. And it, it can. And it comes from the closest people to you. So it could be like somebody whispers an ear, something in Patrice's ear about me. Mm. And they were just trying to, you know, just talk to her about something it was like oh what what do you do in your marriage or what do you do in this and it's like she thinks about it she's like dang okay Twitty may not do that ah dang i gotta go talk to Twitty. then you talk to me about something that really wasn't an issue but now it became an issue oh okay i was following what you were saying okay i got you you know what i'm saying like yeah. when you have outsider information that becomes mm-hmm. insider information then it becomes a problem mm-hmm. that wasn't there mm-hmm. it was not an issue it was not a problem but because there's outside influence that infiltrates into your marriage. All of a sudden, there's a problem. Mm. And I think you tackle that by knowing that, hey, I know my wife got her best interest for me. 
So whatever somebody else doing in their situation, that's their situation. Right, right. It has nothing to do with me. I don't care if they say they ride the clouds for their husband and and, and, and they take them to Jupiter and bring them back. That's them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's that that that's for them. Right, right. Yeah, I definitely think that um, anything coming from the outside. I mean, we hear it all the time. Even even with the podcast, sometimes people will be like, "Well, I heard you say this, but I heard him say this, and I just I just want you to know, like you know, I didn't think that was right." You know, people will say different things, um, and it's never about a side in your marriage. It's never about a side because think about how many different ways the enemy will come in and try to do, do those things. Think about how that'll even run across with children. You know, people playing tiff attack on their parents. One parent going to do this, other parent going to do right, that. Right. Be in agreement in all areas of your life. And then no you know, matter what, we're both really competitive individuals. I, I think that you don't think that you are, but you are, mm-hmm. you are a competitive individual. So winning matters. And winning matters for me, too. I like to win. I'm not going to lie to you. We're mm-hmm. playing dominoes. I'm trying to win. Mm-hmm. But I'm also trying to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this game does not outweigh my marriage. Like, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that you'll learn on the way. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, pick your, pick not even pick your battles. Don't battle. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to fight each other. You're on the same team. I don't think I'm competitive. You I are. Think, no, I think what you're, okay, so. To give context to this, okay, so Tweety and I, real early in our marriage, we used to, you know, <laughs> do game nights and stuff or whatever. And so I don't know what exactly happened. I think that we were playing and we may have been playing on opposite teams or Which something. We usually and did. so I felt this is, I was not competitive, I was reacting. And so Tweety, it's very competitive, and I'm like, man, I'm your wife. Like, why are you? Why are you? Like, well, I, it felt like he was coming directly for me with what he was trying to do, <laughs> and like, even when we played dodgeball one time, he would like directly hit, and I was like, whoa, 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 why are you coming for me? Like, you like, can you spare me? Why are you doing this to me? I didn't understand it, and so I'm not competitive. I am one of those people that like, I really don't care. Okay, I promise you, up and down, I do not care. I don't care if. We win, we look, and that probably does not make me a great team member. But when I just, it came to me, you cared. No, I cared that it was more of anybody but me to win. No, but that was a reaction. That was a reaction to you coming on to me. You thought you was playing, so I was the instigator. Yeah, you were instigating a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I don't think that was always the, the 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 actual way. Like I don't think I was always the instigator. I feel like there's times where I get real prideful in, in when it came to like playing certain games like my competitiveness will get to a place oh, of so arrogance. instigation is definitely not pride right <laughs> okay if i'm just worried about myself and winning like mm-hmm. i'm like i'm winning and you're like ooh, i hate that i hate that no that w- that wasn't me it was oh i'm winning patrice sucks i'm like okay well who are you talking to because you got to go home that's what it would be. I see that. It wouldn't be no, oh, I'm winning, I love. I'm like, man, if you're winning, you're winning, I don't care. But it'd be you like. You can't say there's a couple of times. I'm just asking you to, to really rewind and be like, dang, there's a couple of times I came for you just because. No, I don't oh believe I did. Goodness. I don't. I don't. I mean, honestly, I'm willing to hear it if you say I did, but I know I don't believe it. I believe it. I believe that you did. I, I believe there's a couple of times like I just got to a place of like I won for the fourth time. Like, you guys suck. And you're like, no, I'm you guys. You, you, I'm you guys. No, so I you, should never be a part of you guys. 
I should never be you guys. <laughs> All of you except Patrice. That's how it should be. Anyways, we learned from that. We grew from that. That's how it to, should be. To really understand that it's just a game, y'all. And, you know, you'll never know how other people play play with that kind of emotion mm-hmm. to divide just to see. Because mm-hmm. it's funny mm-hmm. to people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people don't take it to consideration what it may do for the week, mm-hmm. for the next day, mm-hmm. for the day after that. And, you know, I, I learned that what's what matters the most is the peace that you keep in your home. Mm-hmm. Anything else could happen in the outside the world. But when my wife comes home, I want her to feel like she's a queen. I want her to feel like she's walking on air. I, I want her to feel like, you know, Tweety's going to take care of me. You know, there's no problems. And for the most part, I think I do that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that, that no, I'm was, agreeing. I'm agreeing. I was, I was, I was listening. I'm agreeing. Wow, there's some real silence. No, there, I'm, I, <laughs> there was some like, uh, <laughs> I'm ninety percent there with you. There's a ten percent, but like, I believe that your home is where is where you should have peace, mm. and sometimes you can, and that you leave the opinions of others outside of the right, door. Right, you leave it at the door, hundred percent, because it all of it could play on your psyche. All of it could play on your marriage. Who's this one? Who's that one? We know that we know that this one's this one. We know that that one's that one. Um, and when they do this, like it got to a point where people would be like, "Oh, we're not gonna play games around them because we know." Or well, let's let's play a game so we can see them go back and forth because people had not seen us go back and forth. Until it was like that. And so people were so shocked and amazed, I guess. And sometimes we were playing. And a lot of times, and, and a lot of times we do talk a lot. Sometimes, even around the house, we will just high side on each other. Like we'll just talk about we, each other to one another. Boundaries. Yeah, like we, <laughs> we 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 will do that. Like at the end, we are still very much so as married Comical individuals. Yeah, like we are. I believe we are both extremely funny. Yes. So sometimes we would literally be playing, and people would just be, "Oh, did you see that? Did you see that?" And it was just like, "Oh my gosh!" It's not that deep. Oh my gosh! It, 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 I don't even think any of our I feel watched. <laughs> yeah, any, but I, I think that comes with you know um, that comes with growth, especially mm-hmm. in a marriage. And you know, going into year four, I've really learned that marriage is an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. It's not an every week thing or every event thing. And a lot of people are dealing with issues in their marriage because they don't tackle everyday issues. Absolutely. And those everyday issues. Or old issues. Yes. Unforgiveness. Yeah. Bitterness. Hurt. Things that you said last year during Thanksgiving mm-hmm. that we haven't talked about. They can easily come out in right. a card game. Or... So we communicate all the time, mm-hmm. no matter what. So that we can always, you know, people say keeping it young. I said, no, that's false. Keeping mm-hmm. it young is that you lost something. It was it became old at some point. Mm-hmm. But I believe that we communicate so that we can be in in oneness with one another mm-hmm. so that there is nothing new that pops up or somebody says or does that is just confusing. For sure. So I appreciate that about our marriage. Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. You're being precious. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, I would never say that marriage feels like a job i i won't deny that it is work but i will not say it feels like a job um and so just all the married couples out there we're praying for you guys Um, yeah if you're single we're praying 
We're praying for you, too. If you're in a relationship, we're praying for you, too. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you take uh, this podcast when we come to the relationship topic serious and that you really hear from our mistakes or things that, you know, uh, we talk about and put them to practice. Because I believe that the greatest gift in our marriage to one another has been laughter. For sure. Through the good times, through the bad times, through the ugly times, like me and Patrice laugh. I, yeah. I can say that. There hasn't been a day yeah. that we've been married or even in our relationship that we haven't laughed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. You know, all something is funny. Something is always <laughs> funny. Like yeah. today, oh. <laughs> it was hilarious i'm gonna talk about today for the next week that's how good it was just, <laughs> just how life brings you comedy yes and you have nothing but to i receive it i intake funny yes and i, I just spew it out you know me and my wife go back and forth nobody ever would know aside from me and her about the funny stuff that we do talk about and um i appreciate that and i appreciate our family always being that um, and I, I and you should do the same thing, you know. Appreciate the people you have around you. Appreciate your significant other or your mom, your dad, your siblings, and laugh. Yeah, you know that 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 you could be to. my free game. You got we to. could even jump to that free game. Uh, we're gonna go into faith. Faith. We're gonna, oh, my stay, bad. On, we're my gonna bad. stay on the agenda. My bad. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and um. I don't want to take this another 20 or 30 minutes. I want to make this as succinct and concise as humanly possible. Um, but we're going to talk about the African angels that were being prayed for. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and why specifically the African angels? They are working overtime. They are working The African angels already have stuff to do. All right, y'all. So it's like we said, this election, if nothing else, was going to bring you some laughs. If nothing else, some people are in tears right now. Some Still people are hurt. On the wall. I understand that. Some people was really Stop on the, the wall. They were really on the wall for the STEMI. Or, or stopped the count. Stop. Stop counting. <laughs> Could you not hear him laugh, um, just yelling in that? But um, it's been a lot of funny things that have happened, okay? And so we mentioned this in the faith conversation because I think that there was a feel of relief um, because I feel like this election has divided so many Christians um, and, and just their feelings versus what they know versus what does what is the event what is the evangelical way of voting what is this what principles uh, what I see humanity like it's, it's it's divided so 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 many people um and so the comic relief was needed <laughs> it was needed because I remember even just going to work and people just like doing the most out of nowhere like we could be talking about types of water that people like to drink and then people are like Dasani but Dasani starts with D and I hate Donald Trump and then, and I'm like whoa and like how it got to a point where people were pretty much saying like if you support this person or if you say anything that is rem remotely positive about this person or if you say you know you so much as like this person's shoes I'm I'm done with you I'm done I'm ex-naying you I'm unfollowing I'm unfriending I'm doing this it was it, it's it's been a heck of a journey um, for all of us in during this election and not to mention the fact that it took like as long as Aretha Franklin's funeral so Dang. it's been yeah <laughs> she had a long funeral so it's a lot to talk about but I want to say I want to lead with this and I want to end with this. Mm -hmm. 
God is still on the throne. He will not allow the righteous to be forsaken. That is it. That is true. That is awesome. Um, regardless of who is the president of America, but God is the king of the world in the, in the universe. He made everything. He made the stars in the skies. He made all the planets. He created earth. He created us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to realize that American politics is not biblical Christianity. It is not. Right. Um, I'll start off with the African angels. One, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. As a believer, I won't continue to embarrass you because you're still a believer. I was embarrassed. I was thoroughly embarrassed. But I won't continue to embarrass her. Okay. um, Because I understand that deception is real. Mm -hmm. And every now and then, some people get deceived. Mm -hmm. Um, That's true. And when it comes to the African angels, uh, they are busy. (laughs) They are book sis. They're trying to end SARS. They are book sis. They are uh, hunger, poverty. Hunger, poverty. This Uh, is what you could have went anywhere else. Overall violence, tribalism. Yeah, you went to the two continents. You also said South America. You went to the two continents who are struggling the most. (laughs) Why? They are at capacity with the African angels, honey. And when God has dispatched these angels to Africa, it was for Africa. <laughs> so what gives you the power, the call? Oh God. To dispatch them here. <laughs> for first world problems. <laughs> like stop the count. That's cow. the tea. That's yeah. the thing. First world problems like stop, stop the, the count. <laughs> when there's somebody who needs wants to eat. <laughs> wants to eat or stop the count. Oh what you think the angel gonna do? You gonna they gonna fly over <laughs> They gonna fly over the ocean. Oh huh? gosh, to stop the to count. To stop the count. <laughs> Because you said victory so. is here. Yes, there was victory. It wasn't for the guy that is that you wanted it for. Right. And it's fine. And it's so, fine. Uh, you know, uh, it's comedic. Has to be. We have to find a reason why about this. This is so ugly. And you know, usually people take like small clips and you're like, oh, they just did. No, I watched the whole thing. It's all funny. Oh no! It's all funny because it's like you know you don't do that you know for as people a, who don't know what he's talking about is it Paula White? Yeah, Paula White, pastor, pastor Paula White, um, was on the wall praying that the votes be stopped being counted, <laughs> and she was specifically asking for the African angels to be dispatched. When it comes to this, we, we are not embellishing. We have to learn when it comes to our faith that the ultimate king. Of our throne, of our kingdom, is Jesus. Mm-hmm. The politics that we're trying to do with, we're trying to intertwine our earthly politics mm-hmm. with God's politics, mm-hmm. and saying, "Well, you know, this is where it aligns like this. It aligns more with this Republican, or it aligns more with this Democrat. It aligns with none of them." Mm-hmm. Yeah, God is not a. He doesn't work <laughs> in our order, in yeah. our system. And if you think that this. So much as this happening means that it is going to be harder or more difficult or meaning that you cannot be who God has called you to be. You are mistaken. You're lost and you're on the wrong mountain. If people are so caught up in, oh, okay, there's a Democrat in office. Well, what happens with abortion? Well, have you thought about maybe going to talk to the young ladies or the families of people who are even considering abortion and maybe seeing how you can be a resource for that? Start a business. I feel like people get so caught up in um not realizing that, you know, when it comes to Planned Parenthood and other these all these other organizations, it's an organization, but it's also a business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's also, there could be a counter business that's built. Yeah. And there's many around the country that yeah. are built to save yeah, children there are. from that. There definitely are. So how about we all chip in and make more of those? Yeah. Yeah. 
if that's what you want to see. Right. And, you know, there's things in our community that we can deal with now. I'm glad that people went out to vote because I believe that it's important. It's extremely But important. also we need to vote, you know, locally. Yes. <laughs> we need to come out and support and know who our mayor is. Absolutely. I didn't even know who our mayor was until there was a letter that was sent to mm-hmm. our uh, mailbox. I was like, oh, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then I, I Googled a little bit a little bit about him. I'm like, dang, okay, you've been in office for a minute. Like, yeah, and they could stay in there. And we didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, but lastly, when it comes to our faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for, for and the evidence of things not, not seen. seen. Yeah. And some things that you'll never see and you're just jumping on a bandwagon, mm-hmm. whichever bandwagon it is, mm-hmm. whether it's this guy or that guy or that gal. Yeah, our hope is not found in people, in men. It's found in Christ. Our hope is not found in um, who's in office and 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 how they look and what they say they're going to do in the first one hundred days. It's not found in that. Quick question: Who was the first president? Is this a history pop quiz. Yes, of Kenya. I answer it because I know it's going to be hard. Queen okay. Elizabeth. Wow. Okay. Educate the folks. Come on. There's about five or six different countries that she was the head over. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Did not. Um, did you also know that there is genocide still going on in Africa, mm. in South America, in Asia? Where the angels are currently at working full time, overtime. Don't call for the Jerusalem angels. <laughs> They're busy too. <laughs> All angels are busy. Mm-hmm. We we need a whooping. <laughs> Dispatch the American the US, angels. The U.S. needs a full whooping. Yes, yes. Uh, one from turning away from Christ. Yes, uh, for sure. Yes. Two for just we lallygag so much and we talk a good game. Man, a lot of smoke. And we're the king of the world. And I'm like, I don't think we are. I, mm-hmm. I think we're just we're missing a lot. We're a part of history, mm-hmm. and right now it's being written real real bad. For us, as far as the trajectory that we're taking, um, because we don't sit on a throne, mm-hmm. we don't get to dictate who dies and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we start doing things like that, God is not pleased with it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, there's consequences that come. You think these hurricanes and all these things are just happening because it's Mother Nature? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to end on a good note, I just want to say to Pastor. Pastor White. Pastor White. Please. Take a seat. One, fix your glasses because I don't know what you... Sis was praying hard. Look, I understand. I understand. Look, she was a little tough. Yeah, I get it. Uh, And two, for anybody out there who's a leader, um, we're still praying for her. um, Yeah, definitely. Because I can see how an embarrassing moment could also be... Um, Almost like def- a, def- a very big defining moment. A defining for who moment for your ministry. Yeah. And I, I'm not taking away from your anointing or whatever yeah. God has bestowed upon you. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. So don't, don't look. You should look at it and kind of like, like, you know, in the back of your mind, go, eh, I don't know. It's I shouldn't say the African hurt. angels. Yeah. Like I could have kept going with my Shabbat and Tata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know about African angels. Uh, but to, to end it all, I I am praying for this country, and I'm praying for what God is getting ready to do through it because I believe it's not over yet. Yeah. No matter what it is, it's not over yet. The fight still continues. Mm-hmm. We haven't won anything in this election. Mm-hmm. We just gained a new president. Mm-hmm. 
the next step is we have to fight for um, um, the end of racism. You know, that'd be a beautiful thing. Absolutely. But we also know that we live in an evil world. and um, It's deeper than just telling people to stop. Right. <laughs> telling people to stop what they think. Right. Yeah. And what's already been in their heart or they've been doing for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing we can start praying for is for God's will to be done. Yes. And so that's what I've been praying for instead of um, jumping so deep in the bag for one side or the other side. We just going to march and, and, and be running a race full of hate or mm-hmm. bitterness. I don't want that. I want to be full of love, um, the love of Christ, and I want to spread that to the word. And that's what we want this podcast to be. And we also want to be action oriented as well. Yes. Um, you know, while we are praying and while we are, um, you know, just believing God for these things as well, also getting involved in making sure that we understand what's happening on our local levels, what's happening in our communities, what's happening um, in our state globally, you know, praying for those African angels, you know what I mean? Like being well informed about the things that really do need to be um, where action needs to be required. Mm-hmm. So we are sending back, if they arrived here, African angels. Please, please turn around. Turn around. <laughs> turn around. <laughs> there is much work needed over there in Africa. And yes. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of African pastors who was irate. Like, no, no. What they say to it? Come on, give no, it No, oh my God. She's calling our angels. <laughs> send back to send her. Back to send her. <laughs> Can you give us a little bit more, please? And that's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and wrap up with adding of tax. Y'all know this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast because guess what we're doing? We're just going to give you a little bit more than what you came here for, child. So this is just our free game, our section to just share a little wisdom, maybe some things we found out throughout the week, maybe some things we found out yesterday. You actually probably never know. Um, but just know that we found out. We're growing, we're learning, and uh, we want to share that with you guys. So, Tweety, you want to go first? No, you go first. I always go first. Um, Something I learned this week, I was sharing it with Tweety. Um, I was talking to um, a colleague of mine at work, and she was saying, you want to know what a high-performing, talented, and gifted student has in common with a student that most of us would say isn't interested in learning or has difficulties learning? And I was like, what? And they said um, that they see things in black and white. They see things in pass or fail. I did great or I did terrible. They don't they see things in extremes. They don't see things in I did good, but I could do better. They don't see things in um, matters of progression. And so it made me think like, okay, all right, because I could definitely see myself in those areas where sometimes I'm super hard on myself as if like, hey, I did terrible. This is bad. And it really wasn't that bad. It just I canceled the whole day mentally um, because I just don't feel like I did great in one area. Um, Or if I did great, I'm like, oh, I did good. I did good. I did good. Okay, I got to keep going, doing good. And so um, the whole dog treat method that sometimes we do to keep ourselves going um, can really be tiresome and really gruesome. Um, And I just want to encourage anybody who can be like that when you're hard on yourself or when you feel like you see things as either really good or really bad um, to see yourself as always moving. Sometimes um, I saw a a young lady I follow online. She said, 
you know, for a long time, I saw myself as always transitioning into something. I was always moving. I was always, it always felt like I was just moving to the next area of life very quickly. Um, but I could not take for granted that I was still moving. So honor your progression today. I say all that to say that honor your progression, honor that you are a step further than you are yesterday. Like celebrate that step, not where you want to be. Celebrate the step. So yeah, that is my adding of tax. I love that. Uh, on my end, I'm going to add tax a little different this weekend. Just remain overly dedicated. I feel like dedication is something that we take for granted. Um, you could be dedicated to a business, a marriage, whatever. But when you're overly dedicated, that you're clocking in hours that you're not even seeing. So make sure that you're um, going beyond your average whatever that is in your business, in your marriage, in your relationship, go above and beyond and see how that works. I like to see results Mm. and results make me understand what I have done good or bad. Mm. And when you don't have results, you're always going to think that you overdid something or you went above and beyond. But when you have the results in front of you, make um, it measurable, measure it. And also, I love, I think it was a Jay-Z song where he was like, you know, check the scoreboard or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the scoreboard doesn't lie. Mm -hmm. If it's four seconds and you're down by 50, you got there because of you. Mm -hmm. Nobody else. Mm -hmm. Don't blame the system. Don't blame the game. Don't blame the things that are around you or the circumstances or situations. You know, some things are best done. You do things right by taking them to the chin and moving on. Like some of my some of my, my my worst moments became my next step into the next dimension or into the next mm-hmm. uh, uh, sector in business mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like some of the, some of my mistakes have taught me so many lessons that I would have had to buy somewhere else. Yeah, some of your failing steps are your, your leading steps right. to your next thing. Amen. I so, like that. Uh, we're going to end with that. And we love y'all. So we'll see you guys next time. Peace. We Bye. Out. Don't call on no African angels. <laughs> they busy now. They are books. The African angels are books. Mm-hmm. Call on Americans. <laughs> American angels. They're here. <laughs> <laughs>